The following material contains adult language and mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Danger, Will Robinson. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Midweek edition. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. Hey, everyone, and thank you for joining me again on the Pinball Show Midweek Edition. Hope you are all well. I am, of course, your host, Craig Bobby. And for the next 30 minutes or so, we will continue our chat about the topics and happenings in the world of pinball. Occasionally, we'll have a guest along for the ride, and hopefully, we'll have a little fun along the way. So if that sounds fun to you, well, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. It's nice to see after being away for a week that not much has really changed since I left. I mean, still a huge demand for machines, manufacturers can't keep up. And of course, they're all good, which is fantastic. Still got those playfield issues. Jeez, this thing is not going away. And still no official word from either Stern or Jersey Jack. I guess it's not really that surprising at the end of the day that no one's really raised a hand and said, yep, we got some problems and that they're considering this to be all sort of minor defect stuff. I know lots of people have said, and I've been listening to some of the other podcasters recently, we've heard everything from this isn't going to change until people stop buying, to keep yelling from the rafters, to which is basically what I've been I've been advocating is to just keep um, keep talking about it and keep bringing it to everyone's attention. At the end of the day, though, I think one I'm getting tired about talking about it. <laughs> you know, I'm getting tired about hearing about it. I'm getting tired of talking about it. But it's an issue, and it's not going away uh, anytime soon. And it's a difficult issue, I know, for these uh, for these manufacturers to solve. The play field is so important to the longevity and the functioning of these machines that to not get that component right is like making a beautiful car and having that beautiful paint job bubble and being like, well, the thing still runs and goes down the road. Don't just ignore the bubbling on, on, the, on the wheel wells or on the hood. It's only a little bit of bubbling. Don't worry about it. I mean, can you imagine what would happen? And it has happened. And guess what? eventually consumers there's such outcry about it that the the car companies have to fix it the same thing is going to happen in pinball too there's going to be such an outcry eventually that these guys will do it it's really just a question of time or a major competitor changing something so that that now becomes the norm and they fix it honestly i don't I don't believe these guys are completely oblivious to this. I know they're aware of it. I'm sure they're having a lot of conversations about it. I'm sure they're talking to their vendor about it. I'm sure they're going over all the options because no one wants to 
go through the effort of making these machines from the design to the art to the sound package to assembling these things and they've got a major defect right out of the gate none of these guys want that i honestly believe that and i I believe that's the truth the question is who's going to acknowledge it first and who's going to fix it who's going to fix it and is it that big a problem that it's really on their top 10 things for them to fix immediately because of course demand has been through the roof so my own personal feeling about all of this again at the end of the day if i get a machine where i've got a little pooling is that gonna destroy my experience probably not is it going to be disappointing absolutely and i really shouldn't have to stress after paying as much money as i'm paying for this machine nobody should have to stress when they're paying top what i am considering top dollar for these machines right now you shouldn't have to stress one of the reasons why i wanted to buy a new inbox machine was so i didn't have to stress i'm going to pay a little more so i can stress less because i'm getting something new out of the box that's supposed to be functioning correctly and is and is in theory perfect quote unquote right out of the box it shouldn't have to be like russian roulette or opening a kinder egg where you really have no idea what you're going to get until the thing is out in the open and on top of potential manufacturing defects i also have no clue when this thing is coming in i honestly have no idea i mean i thought when i was going in on this right around labor day or just after labor day i thought for sure i was going to get this thing by Christmas. I mean, there was, without a doubt, one of the reasons why I was going with Stern as well is because they have such a great track record of announcing titles and getting them out to people that I thought, oh, absolutely, I'm going to get this thing within three months tops, okay, at the outside four. I don't think I'm going to get my game before Christmas. I'm starting to think more and more now that there's less likely a chance that I'm going to get it before Christmas versus after. I'm almost resigned to the fact that I'm probably going to get this in the new year at some point. And even then, I have no clue. I mean, is it going to be, you know, January 15th or is it going to be March 15th? I have absolutely no idea. And I think that's another problem with the whole new inbox experience, unfortunately, is that there really isn't a lot of visibility from the consumer standpoint into where these machines are within the manufacturing process. We've seen signs of things improving with companies, with boutique companies like Spooky, who I think did an absolutely bang up job with Rick and Morty in that they handed out numbers to everyone purchasing them. It was a very limited run that they did. And so you knew right up front when you bought and you were given a number where you stood in that manufacturing process so if you were lucky enough to get a low uh, a low number you knew you're going to get it within a few a few months or weeks and if you got a particularly high number well it could be a year or more and that was just kind of the way it went right the earlier you bought the better chance you had of getting a lower number not so in the world of stern or jersey jack where you can buy from a distributor or even right from the manufacturer in the case of jersey jack and Depending on your distributor, you may or may not know when that game is coming in. Guys like Zach at Flippin' Out are a little more dialed into the manufacturing process and with the folks at Stern. So I think he's got a very good handle for his customers on when people are going to see games, depending on when they ordered and what they're trying to get. But other distributors, eh, it's a bit of a crapshoot. I'm not sure that when you're paying this kind of money 
that that really cuts it in the world of buying products these days, new in box. There aren't a lot of products that you can buy where you hand over your deposit or your money to purchase something and then it's basically crickets on the other side in terms of when you're actually going to get the product. I mean, can you think about ordering anything else that's that's worth as much as pinball machines these days where you really have no concept of when you're going to get that product? I mean, you might you might know loosely if you bought something whether it's going to be one month three, but you kind of don't in this case. The demand has been so high and with COVID that it, any it's anyone's guess about when these things are going to arrive. And obviously, they're continuing to ship these. We see them online and on YouTube and Facebook of people opening these things. So people are getting their machines. There's no doubt that there's no worry about not getting them, which we've seen in the past. There has been with other companies like Highway Pinball and and Dutch Pinball and other other folks, John Papaduke, you know, with his company, Burning Buyers. So there's no worry about that. But it is a little bit frustrating as a new inbox purchaser to plunk down the big dollars and you know you're on the hook for some serious coin, but you can't honestly say when you're going to get it. That's a frustration. That's that's to me a stress. It's a stress that I was willing to take on, I guess, in going this road. I, I was doing this eyes eyes wide open after studying and being a part of this um, of this hobby for a while. But to lay again, to put your money on the on the line and live it, it's a much different experience. And, you know, so it's a lot of ups and downs. That's for sure. I, I feel like pinball is still for as much as things have progressed and the designs are fantastic, I mean, this Avengers game that I've gone in on, this is the only thing really keeping me in it at this point, is that the design is so fantastic and the art package is so great, I'm willing to, to go this road. But short of that, I would say it's insanity because to pay what we're paying to not really know what's going on is kind of insane and for the to for the, the problems that there we're seeing now with the play field and to ha- literally have no response from these manufacturers about what the problem is how they're fixing it, any kind of awareness um, about all these things again is extremely maddening and um, and feels extremely backward in terms of the consumer experience. I mean, can you imagine going in just to hype on this a little bit more? Because what the fuck? I paid my money, so get out of the way. I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> can you imagine going in and buying a Rolex watch or a high end uh, or, or, or a car in general? And looking at that watch or car and then finding some blemishes on that and yet having the manufacturer or the distributor tell you that it's actually no big deal. You don't see that hardly at all. And in pinball, it gets worse. So here's what your recourse is when when you're looking at a new watch or a new item of any kind and you see something wrong with it. What do you do? You fucking put it down and you walk away and you say, well, I'm going to go look at something else because that ain't that ain't it. Well, you're doubly fucked in pinball because, number one, there aren't that many manufacturers. So if you walk away, who are you going to go to? The guy down the street who's not telling you shit either and who's got the same problems <laughs> in Jersey Jack and Stern pinball. You know, so you're not winning that way. Uh, and the other way you're not winning is you actually don't know if you're getting a bad machine until you open the thing, get it set up. That's the only way you're going to know whether whether you've got the short end of the stick or not. Now, again, hopefully, and again, we don't know because no one's saying shit, but hopefully a very small percentage of games are having these issues. And I'd like to think that the customer 
experience, the customer service experience on the manufacturer's side, should you encounter these problems, are going to be acceptable or they're going to make it right. But I don't know. And we've heard lots of stories of it not going right for some people uh, when they brought that to, to their attention. It seems like the best you're going to get is a new play field. If that, maybe a little bit of a credit. Eh, does that really solve the problem? Not really. It certainly wouldn't make me feel that, that much better about it. So again, for the amount of money we're paying, hey, if these are $500 arcade one-up machines and you need to get it set up and you have a little blemish on a cabinet or you got a little blemish on your play field, are you going to hit the roof about that? Eh, probably not. It's 500 bucks. I mean, whatever. But when you're paying, you know, well north of $5,000 and you get your machine home uh, out of the box and get it set up and realize that you got some play field pooling on it, how's that going to make you feel after you've you've spent the big dollars? I don't care if you're a multimillionaire or, or you've, you know, you've been saving for 20 years. You're going to feel shitty about it either way. You know, no one likes to get a product and get it set up regardless of the price and see that there's a major problem with it. And that and that only that stress and anger only gets higher the more you've paid. And we are certainly living in times where you are paying top, top dollar. Hey, I'm willing to pay top dollar. I've, I've already done it. I'm willing to pay. Fantastic design, art package, the thing shoots like a dream, great themes, sound, amazing, lights, awesome, all that good stuff. But can we stand up and really say that the, the quality and the QC controls are there all the way yet in this, in this industry? And I'd say, sadly, no. And it's extremely disappointing to me that no one really is addressing this on the manufacturing level head on. You know, again, I'm sure they're all all wrestling with this in their in their boardrooms and around the QC uh, you know, meeting table and with the vendors that are doing these things. But Jesus, at the end of the day, I don't even care. This is not something as a consumer I should be worried about, about, you know, whether they're using the right inks or the process. That's why I'm paying top dollar. I don't give a fuck about, about how they make these things, frankly. It's mildly interesting to me. What I want is a beautiful pinball machine that I love to play that I can show to my friends and family and we can have a great time and enjoy that thing for the next 10 or 20 years. Honestly, that's why I'm buying this new inbox. I want to start out with a machine that is as pristine as it can be. I'm not inheriting someone else's mistake. So it really irks me when there is a fairly major problem in these play fields that the manufacturers consider a minor defect at the end of the day, because I think that is complete fucking horseshit. And I'm not blaming this on any one individual in, in these companies, but I am finding the experience and the way that these guys are handling it extremely disappointing, extremely disappointing. You know, what are you going to do at the end of the day where, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. And I, and I, and I knew that this was potentially an issue going in again, when you're living it. And after you've done, you know, you put down your money and you've had time, that's the other thing you've had time to think about it. Um, and we've certainly got lots of time. If you bought a pinball machine recently, time is not your friend right now, because all you're hearing about is problems. Uh, you're seeing a a lot of people having fun with these machines, absolutely. And, um, you, just, you know, you're just chomping at the bit waiting for years to come in and hoping like shit that the fucking thing is, uh, is, in a, is in a complete disaster. It doesn't have these problems on it. That is for sure. So anyway, so again, just to summarize that, you know, it's definitely a pinball machine is definitely what I would call a high end luxury item. But I do believe it is still the industry is still operating at what I would call the 
mid-grade level in terms of how they're handling the consumer experience with all this. Because again, you're paying top dollar, you want a top dollar experience. I didn't plunk down over $7,000 US so I could sit here and stress and worry about A, when am I going to get this thing? And B, when I do get it, is it going to have a defect on the play field right out of the gate that is now going to become a, a warranty issue for me? These are not why I paid top dollar. You do not want these thoughts running through your head as the weeks tick by here, getting closer to Christmas. And the other part of it is, in terms of the communication uh, aspect of it, you know, this was supposed to be a family gift, as I'm sure most, mo- a lot of people were thinking when, when these things came out recently. They're going to get one. They're going to have it under the Christmas tree. It's going to be fantastic. I, I don't know. Is it going to be a, is it going to be a good Christmas in that way? Or do I have to now go to plan B? And when am I going to be told to go to plan B? Is it going to be December 1st, December 15th, December 20th? Well, I can tell you from my perspective, if I'm not hearing much by December 1st, I'm going to plan B because uh, the window is rapidly will rapidly be closing and I'm even saying by Black Friday if I'm not hearing much or I haven't heard uh, anything different I am assuming that I am into 2021 now Um, so it is what it is and what can you do hey that's pinball in 2020 we're so close yet so far on a positive note Isn't it nice to see all the code updates that Stern is doing for all these machines, even for machines like Deadpool that have been out for some time, they are even getting code updates. Sorry, Munsters, none none for you, none for you. Why is Munsters always getting the shaft? I have no clue why Stern is not doing a Munsters update again on it. It's like like the people that did did the code originally are like, let's not even go there. You know, poor monsters. I feel they're like the forgotten, the forgotten stepchild of the pinball family. You know that it was a beautiful looking machine, but <laughs> they just, they just kind of left it out there. Uh, so I feel badly for all the monsters owners who are, um, you know, with every code update, it like it grinds in further that uh, that their that their favorite machine is getting further and further left behind in the dust. Well, for the most part, Stern is really cranking out the code updates for these games and if your game was made i'd say in the last 12 months so titles like stranger things elvira teenage mutant ninja turtles avengers these are getting more and more filled out with every passing week and it seems like every week there's a new code update for one of these games which i think is fantastic because certainly stern took a lot of heat for leaving ghostbusters in the dust for God, was it a year without a code update on that with some fairly glaring problems? And I think they learned their lesson because, again, there was such uproar from the community about that that um, that I think it was lesson learned there. And they know that if they put out these machines where they are not as far along on the code side, that they really have to keep adding and keep updating these things as they go. So bravo to Stern for that. Let's give them top marks that these, these updates keep coming out. Keep them coming, baby. Hell, let's go right back to Lord of the Rings for that matter. I mean, shit, why not? Let's let's keep going. Star Trek, bring out a new fucking code for that too. Why not? I know there's only so much they can do, and 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 uh, they gotta eventually move on as these titles keep keep coming. But um, but glad that they keep uh, keep doing these updates and let them roll. Let them roll. So. You know, with Avengers now well into the production cycle, 
got you know who knows where they are there's there's backwards like crazy like i've been talking about but they're well into making these things gnr there's lots of pictures that that old ken cromwell is posting of various gnr trim levels on the production line so they're well into production the dust has settled in terms of new new machine talk a little bit of chitter chatter coming out of chicago gaming God knows when we'll see. It looks like it's going to be Cactus Canyon. They've confirmed that, but God knows when they're going to offer up an official release date. I'm suspecting that's going to be well into 2021 or early 2021. We'll see if they can sneak it in before Christmas. I'm extremely skeptical at this point, but who the hell knows? Again, it's it's a communication black hole over there. <laughs> it's too bad. That's just the way some of these companies operate. Really then, if you're interested in new inbox releases, well, you know, GNR just got released. So you're not going to see anything from those guys at Jersey Jack till 2021. You got to turn your eyes to good old Stern Pinball and the king of flow himself. That's right, old Steve Ritchie there. He's got some tricks up his sleeve, like I said, with what looks like a new release of Led Zeppelin. I think now they are going to do that with the rumor mill heating up before Christmas. It's looking more like, and why wouldn't you if you're stern? All signs are pointing green to pinball being at its height in terms of what people want. A home entertainment category for consumers is off the charts. So why wouldn't you bring out another title now and just add to the party? I think it's going to be Led Zeppelin. Man, I think it's going to be good. I think the music for Led Zeppelin is fantastic for pinball. They are one of the godfathers of rock and roll. You know, it's why bands like GNR exist exist at all, frankly. And I think the music is going to be fantastic. So we'll just see which ones they've been able to uh, to corral with their license. You know, we saw with Beatles that some of the ones that you'd hope were there maybe didn't make the cut. Uh, hopefully they got Immigrant Song. Hopefully they got Black Dog. Hopefully they got all the other classics that people love from Led Zeppelin, Days to Confused. Stairway to Heaven, I mean, shit, if they don't get that song, what the F? You know, Whole lot of Love, the list goes on here. With a purple umbrella and a 50 cent hand Live it, love it, she's just a woman at the school Rides out in her age, Cadillac Living, loving, <laughs> of course, I'm not doing it justice. But hopefully they got that stuff. Whole lot of love. I mean, geez. So they could easily, you know, pump out 20 beautiful songs on that title and uh, and have it be absolutely kick-ass. I pray to God the light show is good. I know Stearns are definitely, if you had to rate them on a scale of um, A being the best to D being the worst, their light shows are probably in the B range, sometimes B+. Plus. So I'm hoping that it's at least as good as that. Let's hope they put more LEDs based on the reaction of GNR. That thing, if ever a pinball machine is being sold on a light show, that fucking title is because we know that the play experience is eh, we've heard from reviewers i haven't played one myself so but from the looks of it hey you're gonna have a shitload of fun it makes me a little bit worried when people are saying like marv loco and joel engelberth on just another pinball podcast it makes me a little bit nervous when seasoned pinball guys are saying that the features of that game that are non-pinball related are extremely entertaining. 
you know, but when it comes down to the actual pinball play, well, then it falls off a little bit. Hey, a machine can't be perfect. And, you know, very few are going to hit the upper echelons. It still sounds like a ton of fun. There's still a shitload going on in that game. It doesn't matter. They've sold out. They've, they're fucking selling those things through the roof. So the thing is, is, uh, is clearly a spectacle uh, in every sense of the word. And, uh, and bravo to them. And they're off to the races there with that, with that title. I pray to God that uh, Steve Ritchie, for his reputation, that he's not walking into a giant brick wall of, uh, of, of GNR here with this, with this title. I, I got to think that if they, they've had time now to see that GNR and to evaluate what they had or what they were going with, that if there was anything they, they were in doubt of, that they would have pulled back. So I got to think it's a strong, uh, it's a strong release for them, and uh, which makes that very, a very exciting prospect for folks that are looking for a stern music pin it's been a while since they released the beatles i mean it hasn't been that long but um but it's been long enough um i'm not even considering heavy metal because that of course was a contract pin to stern um as was primus when they did that machine as well so i don't even really consider those games uh because they were really not as much in control of those uh, of those titles being a, a contract title however when it comes to the rock and roll legends of Led Zeppelin paired with a pinball legend such as Steve Ritchie, I am very excited to see what this is going to be about. And uh, who doesn't like a little good Led Zeppelin cranked up? I think it's going to be fantastic. It could be a spectacular art package as well. It's all green lights for good old Steve Ritchie and, and the likes of Led Zeppelin here. Let's hope it's a winner. All right, guys. Well, I don't have a ton more to say. There's not a whole lot going on right now, so I don't want to belabor an episode with a lot of fluff here. The only other thing I'm doing in terms of my new inbox journey, I continue to purge here and make room for this thing and find its ultimate home in my basement. And so I am continually looking as I come down here and uh, testing new spots. I'm measuring every week. I kind of look and think about, you know, a different angle or a different position that this thing could ultimately take. Uh, just to have a little fun with it as I as I wait here. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be great to get it in place finally um, and just get playing and get having some fun and, and stop overthinking it. As as we know, we are wont to do in this hobby is to overthink things and, and overanalyze and, uh, and overtalk it. At the end of the day, you know, with COVID going on, I'm just very, very anxious to play pinball because I haven't played in many, many, many months with um, with locations only recently reopening and then reclosing again as the second wave officially kicked in. So not a lot of public pinball going on in this country anyway, or in this city that I'm in, which is Toronto. Uh, so very anxious to get a new machine in my hands and to give it a whirl. I also had the fun opportunity of having my basement fridge die a couple of weeks ago. So I got a bit of a trial run to get that out of my basement uh, because dimensionally, believe it or not, it's very similar to what a pinball machine is in width. In fact, this refrigerator was slightly wider. So it really gave me a firsthand trial run as to how that might feel getting it down the, f- the five or six stairs that I have going into my basement and actually getting it through the door. I actually had to take the door off its hinges um, to get this fridge out. And I believe that's what I'm going to have to do ultimately with the pinball machine coming in. But 
I, I'm glad I had that trial run because um, I'm feeling much more confident about getting it in here now. And uh, I, I'm excited to be able to unbox this myself and actually install it, which is the new conclusion I've come to. I was going to have the distributor do that for me for a price, of course. Uh, but I have decided, I think, to go it myself with the assistance of my um, my brother is going to help me out with that, of course. So nice to have folks around that are willing to lend a hand to get this thing down, of course, for a first-hand look at the machine and, and share in the excitement of all that. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, just really interested in, and excited about getting it, opening it up and going through it. Can't wait for that call from the distributor. I am going to be over there toot sweet when they tell me that thing's coming in without delay. Hopefully I'm not bringing it home in the middle of a snowstorm or a rainstorm. We've had a really nice week or so of uh, of particularly warm weather here for this time of, uh, of the month. We're back up to 80 degrees in, in some days, which is crazy for Canada at this time of year. And uh, I just keep thinking, damn it, I wish I was bringing home my machine now. It would be perfect weather, no rain, lots of sun. It is absolutely perfect unboxing weather outside. It's going to be, I'm sure I'm not going to be afforded as cl- the closer we get to um, Christmas here and even into the new year. The weather is going to be far less accommodating and so well that and that's just the way it goes in good old Canada well that about wraps it up for another week we really appreciate you listening as always my name's Craig Bobby we'll see you next week catch you on the flip side